Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Hi, everyone. My name is Cody, and I'm glad to be here with you. I'm joined by... It's me, Brian Wilmarth. That mic is really far away from it you. It is. Man. I had to like really lean over here, so I'm going to slide it. Your neck isn't as long as mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. If only this were a video podcast, people yep. would be. would be like, what is happening? <laughs> we are glad that you've joined us uh, today, whether it's this morning or afternoon or night or whenever you're catching yeah. this podcast. We are glad that you're here. We have started um, the first week of our Pursue series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this week we are going after pursuing scripture or pursuing reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple passages that Brian uh, surfaced was Matthew 4, 1 through 11 in 2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17. In the mm-hmm. Matthew passage is when um, the Lord uh, Jesus was tempted by Satan three different times. What's, the, what's your little summary there, Brian, for yeah. both those passages? Yeah, so I think what we see is that Jesus, he's, he's fulfilling what we fail at by succeeding over temptation. And Satan comes in tempting him with all the kinds of things that we do, food and, and stuff, power, like, Hey, prestige, we have all this, or like, you know, I'm going to give you all the things you want. Like, he's tempting him with all the things we are tempted with and Jesus succeeds. And he does that by knowing who he is, knowing he is truly the son of God, but he also knows the father, knows the father's way. Like it's not grabbing power, but it's, it's laying life down. And he does that through scripture. And so we get to see him repeatedly quote scripture all the while he's fasting and he's hungry and he's in his weak place. So, um, yeah, we really see the incredible character of Jesus in that story. So it's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, then Second Timothy, it's Paul kind of reflecting to Timothy, who's you know a pastor, a grow up and coming pastor, and he's like, hey, here's here's the value of Scripture. It's God breathed. It's useful for teaching and training and rebuking and correcting. And and it, he's like, this you've been learning since you were young, and it's making you wise, and you're equipped for for good work. So it, the value of Scripture to help us grow. Um, yeah. So that's how I kind of summarize both of those two passages real quick. Yeah, and one thing I like that you had shared, I mean, it is fascinating to know that Satan understood Scripture as well. Yeah. You know, he even used Psalms 91, 11 there. Mm-hmm. Um, For you to command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. So he was saying, like, you can do that. Yeah. Just go for it. Do yeah, it right now. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite things <laughs> about that passage, too, is that, like, Satan is telling him to you know, abuse his power kind of essentially and mm-hmm. like have the angels come now, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. But yeah. then God sends the angels at the end, yeah, anyways, which and, is oh, so cool. And we didn't talk about that, yeah. but yeah, like there they are attending to him. Yeah. And, oh, yes. Miss, miss talking about that, but there's such a beautiful <laughs> thing that Matthew does bringing that in there. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is fascinating to me though, that Satan is using scripture and Yes. He is using like yeah. he knows the scriptures too. Absolutely. And um we have to not just know them but know how to use them and know mm-hmm. what they're saying. Yes. Um I, yep. I shared that quote from Charles Spurgeon, wisdom yeah. wisdom is the right use of knowledge. To know is not to be wise, but to know how to use knowledge is to have wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can have knowledge. That doesn't mean we have wisdom. Mhm. 
but w- when we're wise, we have knowledge and we know how to use it. That's kind of what that that's all pointing. And Spurgeon's right. That's the exact definition of it. And um, yeah, it's you. Know, we can we can have all of the facts and still miss it. Mm. And, and I think you see that in the scriptures. You see people who knew, like the Pharisees especially, they knew the right things. They knew the Bible. They knew what God asked of them, and yet they missed what it was all trying to point them towards. Mm-hmm. And and that's what Jesus comes. He's like, you search the scriptures because you believe in them. You have and and they point to me, and you're missing me. And um, like, yeah. So it is fascinating to watch that dynamic between knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're actually following a lot of our life group questions today, and yeah, you'll probably hear that more. So if you're in a life group, uh, yeah, I. I would offer that you share this with other people and things. It might help kind of just spur on conversation or Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. But we're um, one of the questions in there is scripture. Isn't just a book. It forms us to hear, sorry, it forms us to the heart of the father and leads us to become wise. Mm -hmm. How have you seen this in your life and how have you not? Yeah. So I'll ask Brian that, and this is our this is our little life group today. That's right. Yes, our our, our life group of two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So for me, I, um, I I'm grateful that I had a great upbringing that I did learn a lot uh, about the Bible pretty early in my faith journey. Um, just I was a part of some Bible studies, a good youth group, and people who were teaching it to me. Um, And so it was extremely valuable, but I also saw people pointing me beyond just, don't just know the stuff or be able to like Mm -hmm. take the test and and do well on it, Um, but who were modeling like, this makes a difference in your life. So for me, I saw it in mentors and other people who were, you know, pouring into me, like they were, they were doing, Mm -hmm. they were doing it, they were modeling it. Um, and so that was a, a kind of a spurring on thing for me. I don't remember when um, I kind of really first like thoroughly read the story of Solomon, King Solomon, but he asks for wisdom. Like yeah. it's one of the unique things. Like, you know, you as a king, you could ask for all these things, help me win wars and all the riches or whatever. But Solomon in a, in a good moment asks for wisdom. Mm-hmm. And God's like, yes, that's exactly what I want people yeah. to ask for. And I'm going to give you all the other great stuff too. But uh, he asked for wisdom and how then he applied that and led. Like, I just yeah. remember being impacted by that mm-hmm. and just seeing like the value of that. So like, I want to do that too. So I, I did share a little bit of my story with scripture and particularly Philippians 1. That following year, like call it year 18 months, I do remember, I just, I grew, I feel like I grew in wisdom mm-hmm. and I see evidence of that. It wasn't just, I knew stuff, I saw it coming out in my life. Yeah. And so, yeah. I wonder if a turn on that word too is a little bit of like, when you go to scripture and for me, a lot of times I feel like it's a setting of a stage kind of thing where mm, I'll have a yeah. little bit of quiet time, maybe yeah. a little bit of prayer yeah. before I even get into scripture. But but when you get there, can you ask the Lord, like, help me understand, Oh, you know, yeah. not just give me knowledge. Yes. And yeah. one of the things I like about this question is it says the heart of the father and leads us to become wise. And it says become wise. Yeah. It's not yes. be, just instantly be yeah, wise. No. Like it's a becoming kind of thing. It's yes. a process kind of, yep. kind of situation. And I think if we look at it and we don't run hurried into it, mm. like we also are not saying like, 
well, you don't need knowledge. Just kind of somehow have some understanding. Oh, right. no, like, get, no. like we, yeah. we yeah. are seeking after that yes. actively. Yes. Um, but we need to recognize that it is a process and yeah. the Lord is going to reveal this to you in different layers. And mm-hmm. I've heard from, you know, a lot of people I respect, like as they've, you know, you go through the Bible multiple times and you come back to the same mm. chapters and things. Yeah. How it's yeah. just revealed to you in a different kind of oh, way because man. you've seen the story uh-huh. fulfilled in other other ways. So it really is a becoming. Yes. And I think that's something good for us to hold on to. Yes. And just hold on to the consistency thing. And I yeah. love that you nailed yeah. down that because that's how I am too. Yeah. When me and Kayla talk about anything, <laughs> whether it's fitness or, yeah. you know, as our spiritual life, it really like how can we be just consistent yes and faithful really yeah. yes it is and um, and I love I love that you're talking about this processing I think you know we we're, we're the microwave generation or, or mm. like we're in when America the last 50 years we're like microwave fast everything is so fast and and we want the quick five steps too and wisdom is like the exact opposite of that it is the slow cooker like you cannot rush this mm. and so you see it as like a long slow process where you get down the road a bit and you realize like, oh, I've been walking for a while. And you turn around, and you're like, oh, look how far I've come. Mm-hmm. You know, but you, you kind of took around, turn around every second or every minute. It's like, oh, I'm not making any progress. Yeah, there's nothing quick about this. And so I love that you latched onto the word become. Mm-hmm. It is a process and it is a, mm-hmm. it is a long marathon, a, a slow journey that I think we, we will surprise ourselves when we, when we get down the road enough. It's like, oh, there's more things that were happening yeah. than I realized. But we can't make it happen fast. I think um, I was just reflecting on my journey. I think younger, I didn't understand as much of the importance. It almost felt like whether it was said or not, it was just more like, well, Bible reading is like once you like reach maturity, and you, you know, I'm saying like yeah. when I was you know five to fifteen or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. You just kind of like, well, that'll be something I'll really get after. Mm. You know, when yeah. I have a little more maturity and like mm-hmm. my life going. Sure. And how that is. So untrue, you sure. know, first of all, and I'm really thankful, you know, Lisa and everybody who's a part of our kids life team and yeah. just how we go through the gospel project. And yeah, yeah, we're hitting some of these major biblical stories, but also like they're digging deeper with the kids yeah. and some of the stuff that Noah yeah. will tell me. I'm, I'm just so excited that yes. he's getting a frame of reference for that now and understanding what the Bible looks like and how he can be a part of reading and mm-hmm. have, have a piece of that. So yeah. Yeah, I, I I would hope that people understand that reading the Bible isn't like you have to gain a certain amount of maturity and understanding to then suddenly get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting you bring up Noah because our, our two boys, my son Micah and Noah, were baptized at the same time mm-hmm. in December. And so like I've started to spend a little more one-on-one time walking through the Bible. So we would do some family devotions and stuff like that, but I'm... I'm now taking a different tact with him. Like he and I are meeting and probably we're going to do it like a weekly sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, I, we're looking at the Bible and not, not the kid's Bible. Like we used yeah. to, like I'm pulling out mine mm-hmm. and I'm talking through some things. And so he's reading with me. I'm reading some parts to him and all that stuff, but we're, we're like digging into it together. And I didn't, I didn't have quite that sort of experience growing up. Like I was taught a lot of Bible, but it was mostly Sunday school class mm-hmm. or a kid's Bible, but getting into like the full thing, um, you know, you, you, you experience some things that maybe you quite aren't ready for as a little kid or whatever, but I'll tell you what, like just 
anything you can glean along the way, every time you pass through something, like there's something that you're, you're walking away that God's doing and, and you affirm the kids' life folks, they, they aren't shy about, like they're not keeping this shallow. They're going to the, the heart of it yeah. and, and it's good. Like I hear that from Micah too. He's yeah. like, oh, this is what's happening. I'm like, okay, dude, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we, so my Bob, I'm trying to jump ahead to Daniel because that's mm. going to be our next sermon series. Yeah, and yeah. I've been reading through some of that and I was, I think often with our kids, you think, oh, they won't get it or understand mm-hmm. it. I just started reading out loud last night. Yeah, yeah. And Noah's like, wait, I think I've already heard about this. You know, like <laughs> he's like a dream. And he was saying, isn't, is this one with the cows? And I'm like, yeah. well, not exactly. <laughs> close, close. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. But I think it was just a really cool moment that he was fully engaged, yeah. you know, and like, I have a question about this, you know? So, mm. um, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it can reach all levels, yes, you know, regardless. Absolutely. And that's the, I mean, one of the most beautiful pieces about it to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Any other, any other thoughts there where you've yeah. seen it maybe not work or something yeah. for you? Um, I think there are times when um, I go in seeking, um, let me see, I'm trying to think of how I want to like capture this. Like, how have I not seen it? Um, like sometimes I'll go to the Bible seeking a, a, an answer to a question but sometimes I'm I've got a question that I'm seeking an answer to but really like I'm I'm wanting to have what I already know sure, confirmed sure. and sometimes when we go in with that kind of mindset um, if I'm not actually like seeking the Lord seeking the Father I'm seeking what I'm quote unquote looking for mm-hmm. um, then I think sometimes we can miss like the richness yeah. of scripture. So I surfaced that just to well, say. It's like that. not about relationship. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, we're 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 not operating with the Bible the way it was intended. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing it as a relationship or as a, as something that's reading us, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, yeah, if I'm coming in, I, I I already know. Like I've kind of got my my mind yeah. already latched in on something. That that's where I I find. Um, I'm not getting. I'm not getting out yeah, of it. What, what do you it's want? Intended. What do you want to show me? Not what do I want to see? Yes, you know that's a I great way to capture. It. It's yeah, yeah. That can be challenging. And I, I don't. Know, I feel like ever since Jake gave that message, I'm just like constantly thinking about the things that we rush into. Yeah, right. And, and oh, like gosh. that's a product of yeah. that. You know, yeah. like you're rushed into because you're trying to find. You know, you want this thing to mm-hmm. happen for you. Yeah. So then, and yeah. and hear me say too, it's not bad to go in with our questions. Yeah. Like, hey, I've got Absolutely. a question, but are we? truly seeking the answer yeah. or are we looking for confirmation of yeah. a bias? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. It's really good. So here's a, here's another question we were kind of talking about a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And this will be fun <laughs> for the uh, life groups. How do we know, how do we know if we are not reading the Bible properly as in the second temptation, mm-hmm. what are the indicators? How can we correct this? Yep. So, um, can we know? (laughs) (laughs) I guess I think we can. Sometimes we won't see it though. Maybe that's just, that's good to name. Like we might think we're not (laughs) and we actually are. Um, yeah. How, how do we know that admittedly, this is, this is hard to, to get our, our hands around. And and admittedly, I'm, I mean, we came up with this question, but I'm like, man, what is the answer here? I'm, I'm wrestling with it myself. Mm -hmm. So I think a couple of things immediately come to mind. Um, like, is it, is it in alignment with loving God and loving others? I mean, Jesus says like, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on this. Like, so 
if we're if we're looking through that lens, like is this cultivating my love for God and is it cultivating my love for other people? Um, am I am I lifting others up? Am I increasing their value in my own mind? Like that kind of thing. Is it is it promoting love? Like doing what's best for others? Doing like giving myself to the Lord fully? Is it promoting all that? Or if it's not, then maybe we aren't reading it right. You know, like if we're coming in and it's not promoting the kind of love for God, love for others, or or similarly, like the fruit of the spirit, like, is it pushing us to be bearing more of the fruit of the spirit, those kinds of things, more Christ likeness. Mm -hmm. If the way we're reading it, it doesn't lead us to that, then maybe we have to check that and say, oh, maybe I'm not getting something right here. Um, So like love God, love others, fruit of the spirit, push us more into Christ likeness um, or dependence on the Lord. I think if it's, if we're reading it in such a way that it's not causing us to depend on the Lord or causing us to surrender, then we might be reading it on my own, on our own strength. You know, it's like, Oh, okay. Here are all the commands. I can, I'll, I'll just do that. I'll do that. If it doesn't have that slight, like, Oh man, I don't think I can. I have to come to you. Like that's good. You know, if we're reading uh, a list of commands that Paul's given us in one of his letters, and if I'm kind of like, I'm going to do all that stuff, but I cannot, I can do it not with Jesus, then maybe we aren't reading it right. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe all of this kind of comes back to like, what's our motive? Are we, um, are we just trying to support a bias, kind of like what we were talking about? Or is there intent to like try to win or hurt? Or is there like looking for justification or, or is it, you know, some of these things that we're coming, why, why are we coming the way that we are? What's motivating us? And I, I want to contend that the motive should be humility. Like, are we reading humbly? Are we reading thinking? I don't have it figured. I don't, I, I don't want to assume I know what it's saying. I want to assume I don't know what it's saying. And so I'm going to seek and I'm going to seek the Lord in it. Um, I think if we can come with that heart posture, I don't, I don't I look, like this is, this is a, this is something from the Lord. Like he's telling us like, let's see what he says rather than, oh, I know what he says. Mm-hmm. Or let me just, oh, I've read this before. I kind of like coming in with that humility and assuming I don't have it all figured out. I think that's a really good posture. Um, so that can be an indicator. I think if we're, if we're reading it and we're not reading in humility, then we may be in danger of, of crossing over and, 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 not reading it the way it was intended. I wonder um, too. Yeah. Sorry, not yeah, to, go. If if you can read that question to yourself, hmm. you're probably going about it in some sort of right way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're able to openly ask yourself that question, I think that's a good starting point. I agree. Yes, if that makes sense. Yep. Uh, the other thing I thought of is we've said this multiple times, but it's not merely information. And if you're just reading to Mm -hmm. gain information and that is it, Mm -hmm. like you're probably approaching it not correctly. Yeah. And it is okay. Like I'm, I don't know an answer. Or I want to like seek information. Sure. But like that seeking, like the, the starting place, I don't know is a humble posture. Mm -hmm. Like if we're coming in, um, ready to receive from him, whatever that is, like, that's that's a that's a good place. So you're, I think you're right. If we're re- reading that question, and we assume like, oh, I'm I'm reading it probably. Pfft, I know how to do that. Mm, careful there, 
Like mm-hmm. pride goes before a fall. Like let's not assume we've got it. But if it's all like, oh yeah, I, I want to make sure I'm not reading it in the wrong way. So haha, you just you start to reflect and pay attention. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe just even. Well, sorry. I don't, if you want to follow up more on that, yeah. Maybe a couple of other little things just from my own like training and experience with seminary, especially like learning to read in context. So like latch onto mm-hmm. that phrase. So it's easy for us to grab a verse, mm-hmm. you know, or a sentence, but remember it's in the, it's in context of a paragraph or a chapter or, or a story. So read all of that and allow that to help us, um, craft meaning. Mm-hmm. Like it is not meant to be ripped out. It is yeah. not meant to be read in isolation. It is meant to be read in context. So read it in the context of the story and the situation. So that's think think literarily. Like, what's the paragraph? What's the chapter? Like, pay attention to those things. Um, and then as much as you can, know a little bit of the history. Like, if you know a little historical context, um, you know, it, it's, it helps just add some meaning. Um, and, and we get a little bit better picture. So it's like you read a city or they're walking on the road, you know, you might think of roads like this. Well, no, actually they walked on dirt roads like, Oh, okay. That, and that might add something just help us, Mm -hmm. uh, to seek some meaning. But then I also think we have to read in the whole context of the Bible. So, um, the old Testament, you might find something in there, you got the laws, but they have their ultimate fulfillment in Jesus. So we 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 see how it's connected to Jesus. We see how the story fits into the whole of the Bible. So I think if we're reading in those three contexts, think about the, the context of the words and the chapter literarily. Think about the historical context, number two, you know, and then think about the whole Bible context. If we're doing that, that helps us read it more properly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if you think about understanding God, it's like you can't just grab one thing that was said yeah. and then assume you understand it all. Yes. And, yeah. You know, even sharing scripture on Sunday mornings and worship, I try to be very careful with that too because, mm-hmm. you know, it is easy, but you, it's helpful not just because it's good to know, but like to understand the heart of it. So that way when I'm declaring that thing, yes, that's yes. coming out, not it is. my surface level of yeah. understanding yeah. that yeah. scripture. So yeah. uh, one other thing I would offer to people too is if you're feeling overwhelmed by all this yeah. too, <laughs> yeah. because there yep. is a lot of like, don't do yep. this, but then do this. Yeah. And then like your motivation is like, I want to be in relationship with the Lord. And so yeah. I want to, I want to read scripture. I want to pray. Mm-hmm. I want to be mm-hmm. in worship. And so like Brian said, maybe that's just five minutes a day, like mm-hmm. for you. Yep. And I'm not for sure what my motivation, you know, like maybe you don't have it all, like, but just start there, you yes. know, and let the Lord and the Holy Spirit kind of work in you in ways to along the way, along that becoming in that process, yeah. you'll be able to see. Yeah. And, it, and you said it too, like the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. believers, we have the Holy Spirit. He is the one who illuminates and, and shows us understanding the scriptures. And so I, I appreciate you kind of calling attention to that. If we feel overwhelmed, maybe the one thing we latch onto is I have the Holy Spirit and he is going to help me understand. And, and maybe not in the moment, literally in that second, but he's going to show us over time, like here, here's what you need to know. Mm-hmm. And so we can trust him. We can operate in faith. Uh, that the Holy Spirit will teach us. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Cool. That's Hopefully awesome. that was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be thinking about these things. And yeah. I mean, it, as we're talking about the challenges of what that could be, what do you feel like is one of the most challenging 
things. We didn't really talk about that. Mm, you're right. Yesterday, you you're know, right. like why don't people read the Bible? Yeah. I mean, kind of, kind of, because you know, it can it, be but yeah. complicated or yeah. people don't fully understand, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe could, what do you think for other people? And then what's maybe been a challenge for you? Mm-hmm. I think a challenge for me, I'll, I'll talk about me first. Huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> You're so humble. I don't know, right? <laughs> um, I think the challenge for me is more that um, I, I've, over time, I've had a lot of people teach me well from the Bible. My challenge is that humility piece of like, oh, I've, I've read this before. I, I kind of know what it's about. And each time that I read it, submitting myself afresh and say, oh, what? What might the Lord want to teach me fresh now? Mm-hmm. What did I not see before? Or what connections have I not made before? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what have I glossed over? Um, so I think the challenge to that saturate word, like slow down, saturate in it, chew on it, meditate on it. Like that's that's a challenge I think I feel right now. Like it's easy for me. I spent a lot of time in the Bible. Oh, I know this. Slow down. Don't Don't assume that you know it. I think um, one of the things that I hear more broadly, um, there is a lot of confusing parts to it. Like I think one of the biggest challenges that I think I hear kind of just more survey of the nation or whatever, but I've heard personally as well, is people have a hard time with the difficult parts of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the story of Joshua and going into the land, like they were killing people. Mm-hmm. And like God seemingly asks them to do that. Like, what do I do with those questions? Mm-hmm. Or... How do I reconcile some of the um, the the ways that that people treated each other? Yet God uh, seemed to elevate one person over another. Like, you know, what what do I do with some of those things that don't sit right with us? Yeah. And um, like, what about the dinosaurs? And you know? and, and what about the dinosaurs? <laughs> were were there dinosaurs? <laughs> Sorry. No, Keep it's going. good. It's good. It's um, yeah. These are these questions that we we come that don't have easy answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes people will use that, and, and you'll even hear that in popular conversation, like, well, the Bible must not be true, or, or what kind of God is this, mm-hmm. if? Um, and they are, they are hard questions, and they're worth asking and, and probing into. And I don't think there's, a, there's supposed to be an easy answer, but I found, for me, the answers are bigger than I imagined, and they actually are more beautiful. And so um, taking our time to go into them and not assume that we've got it all figured out or this is what the right, right answer should be. Or this is for theologians. Or, right, yeah. It is for us to wrestle with. So, um, yeah, I think I think the, that Scripture is a challenging book to read, and it comes with some hard questions. And that's actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. And we're invited into that. So yeah. I don't know. That, that kind of hearing the question and, and reflecting on it in the moment, that's that's what I arrive to. And it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to wrestle with the hard parts. But we don't throw it out because there's something the Lord wants us to yeah. know through that. Yeah. And yeah. not to mention it, it's challenging to communicate sometimes yeah, with for sure. each other. And yeah. different people come from different denominations and yep. they have different interpretations of how they see scripture. So mm-hmm. um yeah, there are challenges, but like remembering, like it's about your relationship, yes, with Christ, and yeah. that you know that's what we're going after here. So yeah, it's good.
Yeah. I mean, we've narrated all sorts of challenges with, mm, you mm. know, the hurried lifestyle and people creating time and yeah. you got to see it as a priority because yeah. until you do, yeah. you're not going to make time for it. So correct. Yeah. I do love this question that did Jess add this question or did you, um, it might've been a collaborative thing yeah. I, or and give her credit. I think she probably, yeah. 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 So That's what I funny. what I love about this is sometimes in in life groups, you know, we 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 bring up all the problems and yeah. like, oh, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's hard. Yeah. Okay, let's pray yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Which they're obviously power in prayer, but yes. like the Lord wants yes. us to step out and like, how are we going to come alongside the Lord and like look towards steps forward with yeah. this as well? Like yes. as we're continuing mm-hmm. praying. Yep. And I love this because it's like, all right, so here's your Bible reading. Yep. Where are the challenges? Mm-hmm. Okay, how can we step forward? And then yeah. how can we as a group come alongside you and help you with that? Yes. So that was their question. And yeah. so our life groups are going to be going after that together. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm very encouraged by that. Yeah. Um, but the hard part is allowing the Lord to do the work he needs to do sometimes. This is what we want our groups to be about. Um, so what are kind of some of your hopes for as our groups begin yeah. to shape each other and yeah. the church as a whole? Yeah. I think a lot of times our tendency is to think of our faith as a private individual thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, the, the times where I reflect on where I was growing the most, there were other people who were helping me. Oh, yeah. And, That's great. And so I, I'm just so convinced that the body of Christ, where the community, the church, the people, we're to help each other and, and in pursuing this. And um, so, like, yeah, if there's something about this that's hard, like, okay, I'm having a hard time con- committing to my Bible reading this way. Maybe the next person had that same struggle. And it's like, oh, here's what I did. Like, oh, okay, let me try that. Like, if nothing else, just that like kind of collaboration of best practices or ideas or whatever. Like, sometimes we just we can. I gotta I gotta figure it out myself. When no, we don't. Don't reinvent the wheel. Like, learn from others who yeah. who've gone before you. And um, so, my hope in a question like that is that we would see our faith as communal, and we'd look to one another to help spur one another on. And um, so, yeah, like if you're in a life group, the immense value of learning together and benefiting from one another's experiences, like that that excites me because I think we're going to be able to go farther together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I hope, I hope we're sharing. Here's been my struggle and here's uh, things that I've learned. Uh, you know, connect with another person. What's yours? And, oh, I, I experienced that too. Here's what I, what I learned. And not to give advice, but just to help one another. I think that's that's what I'd love to see in our groups, especially when it comes to something like this. Like, what does it look like to implement or, or take your scripture reading to a deeper level? Learn how to do that from one another. Like, try some things that others have tried and see see what happens. See what learning you can do together. So that's what I'm hoping for, that real collaborative nature. That's awesome. I couldn't agree more. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, the back half of your message, you just had a little bit more practical. We're getting pretty hot in time here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we just both looked at the clock. <laughs> we've been going for a while. Talking. We talk um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. But I did want to nail one thing down real yeah. quick before that we can leave people with because I think it is so important. I've seen it in my life as well mm. and then others and friends I've talked with is – having a time and a place and you know, you've heard Kirk talk about chair time and yeah, yeah. whatever that looks yes. like for you. But 
we didn't quite get into specifics of that Mm-mm, as much, mm-hmm. um, but you just said kind of have a time and place. Yeah. Um, what are some things that we can offer listeners to think through as they're trying to process through what that might look like for their life? Yeah, definitely pay attention to your style um, and your life situation. So if you got a family, like when all the kids are around, maybe that's not the most ideal time to read. Maybe it's literally, I have no other time. So like, okay, take what you can, like something about that. Um, for me, like we're in a place now where our kids are a little more self-sufficient. So there's a little more room for me to, to do that, but I tend to do it in the morning. Sometimes, uh, actually recently I've been listening to the Bible. Um, a lot of it was designed to be read aloud. And so I just want to experience it that way. So I'm, I'm listening to an audio of, uh, the Bible reading. Um, and I'll follow along sometimes reading it while they're reading it to me. But, um, I've just found that to be really helpful to what's the auditory version of that. So maybe that's helpful for you. Like I need to do it, um, like visually, or I need to do it auditorily or, or something like that. So pay attention to those unique things that are helpful for you. Um, I would highly recommend you get a quiet set aside time, you know, and if that means you just got to get up a little bit earlier, like try to do that, but maybe just get away you and the Lord. I think there's immense value in that. Um, I'm the kind of person that I like variety. So my chair moves like it's a different chair sometimes. And um, the time gives a little bit, but I will say even for me who likes kind of that variety, having some measure of consistency is also really valuable. So find that sweet spot for you, like pay attention to your, your style, your design, how you are, but do, do what's best to spur you forward in, in building this as a habit. So um, yeah, I, I highly recommend like thinking wisely through all that pay attention to your circumstances yeah 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 i would offer probably just one simple thing is be real realistic too yeah that's good um because everyone starts with these grand hopes mm-hmm. and you'd rather have a lot of tiny successes than yes. big failures yes <laughs> so Absolutely. just be realistic with what you're doing and you know i i heard a guy talking about how like in his home, a closed door is not is an invitation to open it kind of thing, mm, yeah, you know, like yeah. with kids and everything. Like yeah. his thing, he said he would go to the parking lot before work and sat in his car and would do his, yeah. you know, kind of chair time or pray sure. with the Lord. And yeah. just because he had enough kids that it was just challenging to find yep. right once he got into work, people are asking him questions. And yeah. so be realistic, find something that's going to work for you and try to stay and be consistent with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, the, the, the success is not the grandiose, Mm -hmm. but it's the consistency. Yeah. It's getting it done. Yeah. We're excited for you guys walking forward in that. And yeah. So yeah, our groups are starting and this weekend it's going to be pursuing a life, uh, pursuing worship, which (laughs) I'm going to press into a little bit further and spoiler alert, we're going to look at what it is like to have pursuit towards a life of worship yeah. outside of a Sunday morning. So that will be this weekend. I'll be giving that message and we'd love to see you guys there. So do I get to be the host and the question asker next <laughs> week? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm excited for that. Switch chairs, I guess. <laughs> Weird. Love it. I yeah. love it. It's yeah. Come good. next week, everybody. Cody's going to deliver the message. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.